Welcome to another lovely episode of Tharpen 30, the pop culture podcast where we discuss everything from Top Gun to Top Gear. And by Top Gear, I'm definitely not talking about that British car show. I'm talking about the 1992 smash hit Top Gear about video game cars instead. Not to be confused. Anyway, uh, in the tight 30, we're doing. This is going to be a tight 30, Jim. This is going to be tough to do in a tight 30 minutes. We're talking about Top Gun. My my guest today is my dearest, my favorite brother, in fact, Jim Tharp, aka Jimmy, aka Jimbo, aka Call Sign the Electric Man. How are we doing today? <laughs> uh, doing good. Uh, crazy hot, crazy hot outside today, crazy hot in here. But what about how hot it is in a cockpit? Or in the hull of the ship. Jesus. Like, you know, right in that beginning scene where everybody is uh, just sweating profusely. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's that's a good one. Yeah, and I think that's like, um, not necessarily before the era of, uh, obviously, air conditioning, but I think that's before they started putting air conditioning in the holes of ships or radar rooms or whatever like that so that's you know everybody down there is just sweating balls the whole time (laughs) that's the uss enterprise right yep yep shit i got my notes right look at them apples um just a little bit of background here in case you don't know this is my brother jim uh he'll be a future guest as well um and we're here today to talk about the movie top gun uh just saying it kind of gets me excited not to be confused with Top Gun Maverick, which I'm sure is a fine movie we will cover eventually. But right now we're talking about the 1986 smash hit Top Gun, which fully makes Tom Cruise a motherfucking movie star. If people were not, you know, into it before that, they were at this point. And just a little personal background between my brother and I, we watched this motherfucking movie until the tape wore out. Uh, it's, it's too cool for school. It's, it's so neat. Like just, the it, you're a kid, you're watching this shit. Um, it, it, there, there's no way to, to overstate how culturally important this was in the 1980s. And it just kind of ruled the box office. It, it, it changed the culture. It, it's, it's made Tom Cruise a movie star that he's still cashing in on to this day. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how, how do you feel about Top Gun? When, whenever someone says Top Gun <laughs> to you, like, what are you thinking? Um, it's an amazing movie. I think that, like, even still to this day, the cinematography with the airplane shots and uh, all the aviators is still top-notch and not necessarily unparalleled, um, but still really hard to compete with in, uh, in today's, you know, movie shooting aspects or what have you. Sure. Tony Scott in 86 is throwing fucking heat. We'll, we'll kind of get in that, but but real quick, you know, you, do you know what I feel the need for? The need for speed. <laughs> I do. You got, you got it, man. Like, uh, so uh, on the rewatch, I'm watching the other night and I'm like, dude, I don't even need to take notes on this movie. I've seen this movie a hundred fucking times. The moment that the Paramount logo comes up and the score comes up, there's just goosebumps. I'm like, oh shit, this movie is the shit. Well, they did it right, dude. So it's like the opening scene is like from the door that raises the airplane from sure. from the lower deck onto the top deck. Sure. And it's got that slow, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Harold Faltermeyer does that whole score, you know, and... Sadly, I forgot the guitar player's name who does, like, you know, he does the sad theme, the goose theme. This, this, this right. The, I, I believe that one is called, the, you know, the opening riff is called uh, just Top Gun theme or whatever. It's so iconic. It's it's so um, ubiquitous. Like, you know, you, you hear that and you're like, oh, shit. And there's like a few variations and they're all just that screaming guitar like, uh uh, spoiler alert uh, alert goose dies uh so whenever goose <laughs> dies you know like you know you know it's it's just sad sad flindermeyer or uh-huh. whatever you know like uh but uh but when they're just doing that kind of that drum machine stuff at the beginning and, and you're just the, the big bell the you know like the font 
is even cool as shit where it's describing Top Gun. You know, like, what is Top Gun? Uh, you, you know, like in the like, opening part where yeah. before I you, guess I before never even thought about that aspect of it. Before you see anything, before the... Before anything, you see that, and I'm like, man, this font is badass for 1986. People are usually fucking throwing out some dog shit fonts in 1986. That, like, like we're just talking about the the naval aviator fighter school, also referred to as Top Gun. Yeah, the best of the yeah. best. All that, all that type of shit. On March 3, 1969, the United States Navy established an elite school for the top one percent of its pilots. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure that a handful of men and women who graduated were the best pilots in the world. They succeeded. Today, the Navy calls its fighter weapons school. The flyers call it Top Gun. And then bang. We're, like The movie doesn't waste a whole lot of time. It, we're right into it. They, they cut to Highway to the Danger Zone, uh-huh. which personally I don't appreciate the cut because I want to hear Highway to the Danger Zone from the beginning, whatever. It cuts right to it. Jets are taken off. Tony Scott is fucking, you know, just like they're allowing him to just be on the, the jet of an aircraft carrier, you know, and all those shots are just kind of like not for the movie, just can I hang out and take these shots. Got some pretty badass shots, you know, and so immediately you realize... That this shit is for real, you know, like there's no, this is long before CGI and, and prop planes, you know, like this is, these are yeah. motherfuckers taking off at. Like when you see a plane get shot down, like a plane got fucking destroyed uh, in that part of the movie. Well, hold on a second. We're going to get to that. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> the shots are just stupid insane. And then, so let's get right into it. We've got, we've got Maverick. Uh, we've got Maverick and Cougar. They're, Cougar, they're up there. They engage in some MIGs. Let's not forget about Goose and Merlin. Uh, well, Merlin, what, what, right? Uh, and that Merlin, Merlin, yeah. Mer, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's Cougars Rio, right? Um, if for the people out there who don't know, Rio stands for. I don't know. Good thing I do. Uh, radar intercept operator. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Roasted. <laughs> so, so like the banter. So, so since you're my. Uh, resident uh podcast pilot here call sign electric man uh no oxygen masks well i would imagine i'm not 100 percent certain but i would imagine that the the oxygen masks that they wear are for supplemental oxygen as in like if they're getting all crazy or breathing too hard i would imagine that the cockpit itself is pressurized maybe i'm wrong though where's the microphone probably hidden inside of the mask well but if they take the mask anyway i'm not going to spend too much time on the mask anyway oh, you mean like the i like are you talking about the microphone for the movie or the microphone for no, like, like talking a, to air yeah, traffic no, control yeah, or talking yeah talk talking to your rio bro your rebro it's got to be in the mask like close to where it's attached well, to one to tell side maverick next time that you probably shouldn't trick that off anyway yeah um so they encounter some MIGs. Obviously, we're in the middle of the Cold War here. It's 1986. Uh, the MIGs, uh, which are super ominous, and I, I love the way they shot them. They're actually American planes. The F-5. Uh, the F-5. Um, Just uh, painted black. Sure, and with a red star, like a like kind of a kind of Russian, not really Russian, uh, a red star. No, um, it's, it's more meant to be North Korea, is well, what it is you know, quote unquote, supposed to symbolize. Okay, oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, uh, come on, man, they ain't, they ain't got those ships. Shout out to future guest, Kim Jong-un. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want to come on the, on the podcast and dispute me? I dare you. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, the banter is kind of ridiculous, though. Like, you know, it's just like, you know, you, you buy them, I'll fry them, or let's fillet these people. It's just like, we're in the middle of the Cold War. This is pretty gnarly. Uh, and then you know, and then and then and then then shit goes down. Cougar gets uh, he gets he gets freaked out. He gets yep. flipped out. He gets wigged out. He gets wigged out, which you know uh, makes sense to me. I mean, uh, all, I would. All, I've I, been wigged out just flying an airplane without an enemy or anything bad happening. <laughs> right, Sometimes it's right. just crazy, scary shit. Humble brag, my Jimbo. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they make it. There's the, uh, the what I love about this uh, the the score is like that heartbeat. Dun dun. 
dun dun, you know, like Cougar Can't Land, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, then Maverick, you know, contrary to popular belief later in the movie, does you know doesn't leave his wingman. He comes back, uh, which is probably something that has never happened in the history of anything. Lands on the deck and then takes off again. So that's a problem that I've got with the movie. Let me stop you right there. Okay. <laughs> so if they're expecting Maverick to land, he's got that arm that comes down that's supposed to grab a hold of that cable that stops right, him. Right. If he touched down and he's at that right angle of attack, that cable would have grabbed him and stopped him immediately. He wouldn't have had the choice to go cougar and right, then full right, throttle sure, and take sure, back sure. off again. I mean, obviously it's 1986. We have to kind of suspend a lot of disbelief here for sure. many, many things, which, which <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into, uh, because we only got a short amount of time left and we're only in the first scene. Uh, so, um, gotta love Stinger, uh, you know, uh, play, played by uh, Tom Jordan. You know, you know. I'm you not know. familiar. Stinger. Uh, yeah, Stinger, the cigar smoking fucking oh, the, the, the Admiral fly. of the ship. Yeah, or yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Is not it, the Admiral. Not the Admiral. I believe it's the. Um, where's my. Uh, where, where, where's my. Uh, the, my. Uh, my guy who checks my stuff's out for this week, so we don't know what his actual rank is. He seems is. to be in charge of the ship. So. Uh, sure. Uh, command, commander, right? I would say commander, probably not admiral, but uh, yeah, I don't think admirals are even on ships. Right, right, I just think that right, they're in charge right, right. of people that run ships. Right. Um, always smoking a fat cigar, though. Um, anyway, Tom Jordan. We also know him from obviously uh, Back to the Future as Principal Strickland and whatnot. Um, but you know, poor Cougar. He has to quit. He can't do it. He made the right choice. He has Qu- to turn in his wings. Yeah, he has to turn his wings. Question, can you just fucking quit the military? Uh, Probably, I don't know. I would imagine that after a conflict like that, you might get a little bit of... Um, Medical, uh, yeah, PTSD. Sure, slated. I think you would probably still be an honorable discharge, but I don't think right. it's not frowned upon. Sure, it's just like, can I quit? And then he quit. All right, you know. Well, I just, it, I'm just he asking. didn't necessarily I mean, like, quit the military. He just gave up his wings. Maybe yeah, he's just like, done I can't, flying. I can't do that. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. He's got um, a family to worry about. Absolutely. He's got the picture. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, also, I just wanted to also state that Anthony Edwards as Goose is just constantly fucking hilarious in this movie and he doesn't get nearly enough credit so and his laugh is also hilarious that like <laughs> yeah that like super high-pitched uh sure, hyena cackle yeah yeah it's great um so they slide into cougar's spot um they don't want to mess it up or else they'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit into hong kong or maybe it's out of hong it's kong. out of hong kong Oof, i think that's even worse um <laughs> so so enter top gun the naval school which is actually called the United States Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instruction Program. I'm glad they just called it Top Gun because that's, that's got to be a new name because it didn't used to. It used to be called Naval Something Weapons School. So I would imagine that the current well, name of Top Gun okay. is probably what you just said. What is it again? The United States Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instruction Program. That's a mouthful. That's what I, that's what I just said. Yep, Top Gun it is. Uh, top Gun. Uh, so immediately when we get here, the testosterone in the movie is undeniable. Everyone's just staring at each other. We get a lot of we get a lot of uh, Maverick Iceman. A, a lot of just just looking back. A lot yeah. of pin twirling. A lot of pin twirling. A lot of gum chewing. A lot of hat wearing. Lots, sunglasses. Lots of sunglasses. Sunglasses everywhere they go. Inside, inside outside, outside, nighttime. nighttime. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yep, Ray Ban aviators. That's the, that's the only thing you're gonna do. Um, and then the classic line: uh, the plaque for the alternates is in the ladies' room because obviously <laughs> women can't fly planes. Yeah. Um, so moving on to uh, the uh, you know they're at the officers' club. Gotta say, man, they all look pretty sharp in these dress lights. Yep. I, I could I'll, never wear a dress whites I, out to anywhere. Especially not that attitude. Yeah, I mean, and I just... tomato I'm, sauce. Yeah, tomato pizza sauce. Yeah, <laughs> same, same difference. Like, that thing would be ruined in 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they stay clean the entire time. Right. Nobody spills anything in Top Gun. Everyone is wearing fucking aviators, mirrored aviators at night. Uh, only one person's... It's... Um, 
only one person's wearing the mirrored aviators. Okay, it's Iceman. No, let's, it's let's... not Iceman. It's the the guy that takes Goose's no, I, spot. I, I will. I will. Uh, that's a uh, call. So we'll get to him. Um, I guarantee you. Okay, maybe not. Uh, we'll, we'll... He is wearing sunglasses, though. I'll bet Maverick you is aviators. not. Maverick's not because because the movie star and Goose yeah. isn't until he does the song until he does the song and then he flips that's him right, down. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, so obviously, man, we're getting close to close to this. Anthony, I, I can't say enough that Anthony Edwards is fucking hilarious as Goose. Like you know, like, you know, I hate it when she does that. Uh, you know, and by the way, Tom Cruise in every movie ever cannot sing a lick. His singing is preposterous it's like he's never ever heard a song i'm just saying i feel for the guy because i also in the same Uh, way but i mean it's like you're a professional actor Uh, not singer uh, fair enough fair enough um hey it still worked in the end uh well uh, we're gonna get to that too Anyway, uh, I, I'm going to probably skip over, uh, you know, the whole um, let's screw in the bathroom thing because, you know, we're going to put that in the canceled corner. Um, right. Uh, but Your however, friend was magnificent. <laughs> which is hilarious. However, Charlotte Blackwood, a.k.a. Charlie, call sign Charlie. Uh, which, by the way, that's a really shitty call sign because in most <laughs> other wars, like, a- Charlie isn't good. You know what I mean? It, it, obviously, it's not. It's not good. Uh, I played by Kelly McGillis. Uh, she's great in this movie. Um, b- so we're gonna give this in a second. Um, we're, we go back to Top Gun. We're we're in school. You know, next day, whatever. Glasses and hats again. After the bar scene. After the bar scene. Okay, after the carnal yeah, knowledge bar scene uh-huh. and all that bullshit. And. Um, you know, and she's, you know, it's like, oh, so you're the one. The whole, ma- the whole, uh, the MIG sighting, the inverted right. MIG sighting, whatever. Um, so, so. You mean to tell me you're in a 4G negative dive with a MIG 28? Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. <laughs> um, these are some young people that are in, in control of $30 million planes. It's kind of impressive. All right. So hold on. Let's go back uh, just one tick. Like, how old is tom cruise whenever this was in reality he's 23 and he's playing probably 22 23 yeah um goose looks a lot older uh they're about the same age uh he must have uh had some rough teenage years or something well he's got a well yeah he was in the revenge of the nerds talk about rough teenage years jeez oh uh um so is that a thing where like so so uh, uh, Charlie, aka Charlie, call sign Charlie, uh, Miss Blackwood, Charlotte, uh, she she's a contractor, a, a yeah, a civilian contractor, physicist contractor, is telling people like never flown a plane. Is is that what we're to believe, or that's is what that you, just that's what you're led to is believe? This, is it just a I plot device? I think it's a plot device, but I'm not sure. Like I've I don't know. I, Obviously, I've never been to uh, aviation weapon school wait, or whatever that crazy ass Whoa, name wait is. A you second. call you it? Haven't? <laughs> no, never mind. Shut this thing down. I thought you'd been the top. Yeah, we're before. done. Um, okay, first training mission. Mission. The hard deck is not explained whatsoever, but then so Maverick gets busted for right. violating the hard deck. Well, what they say is that the hard deck is uh, ten thousand feet, which means that you can't go below ten thousand feet. Everything that if you go below ten thousand feet, you can't engage. That's the rule. I mean, like ten thousand foot above sea of, level. Is that just for training? Uh, it's probably due to safety measures. Well, right. Like if somebody were to get into, uh, you know, which we'll talk about a flat spin later on. But if somebody were to get into a stalled position, they're going to need time to recover. And if they're doing crazy aerobatics at, you know, four thousand foot above sea level, which could actually be, you know. Uh, a thousand foot above sea level they wouldn't be able to recover it's more of like a safety measure than anything i I just feel like the movie does a poor job at explaining that that all of a sudden maverick's in a whole shitload of trouble and uh yeah they had to get their butts down to viper's office well who's not viper but who's the other guy uh michael ironside plays the guy that the next guy Um, yeah well so tom scarrett's viper tom scarrett uh, I, by the way, I would like the uh, listeners to know that Jimbo is wearing a Tom Skerritt t-shirt. 
except for it's Tom Skerritt as Cousin Strawberry from Cheech and Chong. Hey, Strawberry! Uh, <laughs> that, that is correct. Um, it, it's it's uh, Jester. Jester. Jester is his yeah. name. Um, you know, he says, you know, you know, you broke a major rule of engagement. You know, like... Uh, Right. Well, I just think that they're trying to uh, express safety as, you know, they're trying to be as safe as possible. So 10,000 feet's the hard limit. Sure. You can't engage. You really shouldn't even be going below 10,000 feet. They're trying to keep everything up at 15,000, right. 18,000 or Literally whatever. Literally and figuratively above boards. Right. Um, so it turns out, though, that Goose probably should have gone to that truck driving school, and we will figure that out later. As long as Maverick still had the number. Uh, 100%. Did he have it? I don't think he had it. Um, So they get busted, you know, truck driving school, everything's serious. Now Goose gets serious. Now now we have serious song, serious guitar lick. Love it. Sound cue is going to come up right here. It's like you're flying against a ghost up there, Maverick. Which they also do a very poor job of explaining why... Maverick's family and his dad, the, all, all that. Yeah, you know, that part's know. really tough. You don't figure that out until after Goose Quite dies. Quite a bit later. Right. Wait a second, Goose dies? Yeah, I mean, a spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> remember? <laughs> um, well, then now Maverick gets uh, an invite by Call Sign Charlie. Uh, Slider stinks, of course. We all know that. Every, right. Everybody knows oh, that sl- slider stinks. Yeah, I meant to ask you, what kind of deodorant is slider wearing? I don't Trivia know. It's, question. It's, it's, um, Wrong. Uh, no deodorant. No, no Cause deodorant. Because he what, fucking stinks. What an asshole. Um, Crash and burn, huh, Mav? Uh, <laughs> slider? <laughs> stink. Um, also, side note, do you think that she just wanted to screw Maverick just to get the MIG story? Or do you think she actually finds him attractive? Um, I think that she finds him attractive because of the MIG story and his, uh, like excellent, excellent pilotage or pilot skills, Mm -hmm. because as she says it, the Pentagon sees to it that she knows more than Maverick does. Yeah. How how come? Yeah, indeed. So, you know, she's got the credentials. She knows what's up. Yeah. She's Uh, got the top secret. She's got a parrot. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, shit. I um, forgot So about now we have to cut to the incredible volleyball scene. What do we say? Like, this is a bunch of greased up men. I'm kind of getting hot and heavy right here in this room. It has nothing to do with the temperature in the studio. Uh, the wide I'm shots I'm hot are, and heavy. Uh, right. <laughs> and I mean heavy the, as in LBs. The... <laughs> the, the wide shots are ridiculous because clearly it's a stand-in for Tom Cruise, who is notorious for not being... Uh, happy about being a shorter person. Well, anything that's that shot for Tom Cruise in that scene is from above. Like this was before drones, so it'd be like a hardcore jib camera that's like way up out here, or it's from underneath, looking up at him. So right. he, you know, you can't see how short he is compared to Goose, which is probably an average of, six foot dude yeah, or whatever. I, I feel I feel like it's not comparable. Like I feel it's like five or six inches. Who gives a shit? But he's just like, if we could shoot this some other way. Well, I feel right. like this is like, is this before he had the clout to be able Absolutely. to be like, no, you're doing it this way. So Absolutely. he's like kind of being told what to do by sure. the director instead but, of but doing then, his but own thing. But then Tony thing. Scott, which we failed to mention, this film was directed by the late great Tony Scott. Oh, you mentioned that. Um, he his the wide shots. There's a double. In there for for Tom Cruise, you know, uh, like jumping up and spiking. must have been a good double. I didn't know that there was a double in there. There's a double. I in thought there. that it was Tom Cruise, and they just shot it differently well, to they, make him look do, all right. Then they'll do like some just like over all the spiking shots mm-hmm. are like him actually spiking it, but you know that he like ran up to it. Maybe he's on like one of those little miniature aerobic trampolines. Sure, uh, from the eighties, guaranteed. Sure, there's sure, one of those on sure. the, on that volleyball um, court. And you know, after he's already accepted a date. To Charlie, he says, I'm going to go play this fucking volleyball game. Well, you see him looking at his watch. He's the obviously concerned about it. But they then won, he, so that's right, good. Right, but then it came down to, to game point, So he's I'm fucking sure. late. No, and no, they won, like, but it was like two out of three or something, I thought. Yeah, maybe. But another question regarding the volleyball scene is, why is Goose the only one with a shirt on? Uh, Does he have hardcore like, back hair? Um, Maybe I, some body acne or something that he's embarrassed uh, about. No, I, I I think that was. It is sleeveless. Like we'll, we'll, we'll give him that, sleeveless. but he's the only one wearing the shirt. Um, shout out to future guest Anthony Edwards. I will ask him. I promise. Um, 
So, so he arrives very late to dinner. Can I take a shower? Have you ever in your life been on a first date, got to someone's house and asked them if you could take a shower? Yes. I'm All right. Okay. No. <laughs> now, um, and, and, and she's like, no, I'm hungry, but you smell very bad. But did she actually say that he smelled bad? No. Yeah. But I'm sure he, you know, he's been volleyballing. Yeah, but I don't know. Some men and some of some, the most ridiculous shots of all time, by the some way. Some women are, are attracted to the scent of a man. That's true. It's you pheromones. So may, maybe and, she wasn't that and worried vice about versa. it. And vice versa. You know, maybe she was just like, just sit your ass down, have some brie and have some, some crackers, brie. maybe a little wine, which actually uh, she forgot. Here's, she forgot to fill his Here's glass my up. fucking parrot named Fred. Is it actually named Fred? No, I don't know. I, I would imagine. I'm sure Fred. it is. I mean, uh, there's I mean, a parrot Fred. that's not named Fred. Fred the parrot. Like, he also... The just the parrot. Does she live there? Does she live in Miramar, San Diego? I think so. It oh. appears that she lived there. Until she doesn't. We'll cover that in a bit. Can I take a shower? Get the fuck out of here. Uh anyway, so the next next scene we got we've got uh Maverick in the elevator with Charlie. Which um, actually was shot later on. It was a uh like a second thought to the movie. That's why they had to put a hat on Kelly McGillis because her, she had, was growing her hair out for a different movie, and she'd either gained or lost some weight or no, something. No, 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 it's 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 a hair color issue. Do you know what the movie was called? I don't. Me either. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now enter Meg Ryan, the lovely, charming Meg Ryan, uh, as Goose's wife. She rocks. She's a lot of fun. Um, it, she. She, I think she brings a lot of life to the movie. You know, kind she of, shakes my nerves. She shakes my nose, rattles my brain. We, we introduce her and and the kid. Second training scene. Maverick gets his ass eaten. This is, I believe, this is the is this the I think this is the hard deck scene actually, the hard deck violation scene. Pretty sure. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure. Uh... Um, I'm pretty sure it is. He comes out. He's very pissed well, off. Well, they get back into the locker room, and then they're they're all talk. Everybody's high fiving. Um, Iceman and um, what's his name? Slider. Sli- yeah, Iceman and Stinky. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we won." And then they're like, "Oh yeah, Maverick and Goose won too." And then they're like, "Oh yeah." And then they talked about the hard yeah, deal. And then it's like, cut to Jester. And he's get like, your butts up out of that get your butts gear and, up to Viper's office now. Uh, side note, how many people in this room actually have flight suits? Raise your hand. Just, so, just so you know, uh, John's the only one raising his hand. I do okay. not have a got, flight suit. Got a flight suit. Anyway, uh, so they, they get in a lot of trouble for, for that whole thing. And then they get into, uh, then Maverick gets into it with Charlie about, you know, her not backing him up. You know, uh, because because then you can see that I'm falling for you. You know, and all that thing. Also, th- th- this creates another question. 1950s Porsche versus Ninja Bike. Who's winning the race here? Uh, that's a pretty close call because back then those ninjas were t- complete dog shit. This was like the, <clears throat> like the beginning era of fast as fuck motorcycles and like now crotch rockets or you know the sport bikes are doing 220 miles an hour or something stupid back then it was like impressive to be able to do 120 which most motorcycles do now what's that porsche doing probably like 70 (laughs) (laughs) But, but both of them catch air going over that hill as a you know as an astrophysicist uh She's driving. Maybe she's quite, got it souped up. She's driving quite dangerously. I don't appreciate it. That's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, there's there's people out there. She maybe Jesus she felt more comfortable Christ. in the air. That's why she had to get it up in the air going over that hill. Um. So now we uh, the famous love scene, uh, the silhouette love scene. Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. We all love it. Uh, to uh, the classic track, you know, "Take My Breath Away" by Berlin. Uh, do you know where Berlin is from? Berlin. Nope, Los Angeles. Thanks for playing. Mm. Uh, but uh, so again, again, <laughs> again, the shots. You know, third training mission. The shots are just great. Again, like the the aeronautical shots in this movie are 
kind of unparalleled. Like, I, I don't think Tony Scott gets enough credit for that. At like, that time, there was insane. nothing like that. Yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, like, not to mention just the um, the takeoffs, the landings, just the, just all the shit, the plane by plane, like three planes in a row. It's it's absolutely bonkers, in my opinion. Like, it, it's so crazy. Um, oh, they get busted at, at this point. You know, they get shot down by Viper. Gotta say, uh, thanks a lot, Goose. He's literally behind you. Yeah. What was your other job, Goose? Yeah. The he Rio. Leave, he did leave his wingman. He left his wingman, and uh, Goose was, you know, he had already said in a scene prior that he makes him nervous. So I, I don't think that he was actually concentrating on his job like he should. But it's literally, wait, who, Maverick or Goose? No, Goose was just like, hey, man, got, I got to say, Mav, when you're up there and you fly like that, you make me nervous. Right. Remember? And Maverick's yeah. all like laying down in the bed. He apologizes. S- still in a flight jacket, but sure, like getting so ready to go to sleep wearing right. sunglasses. He's, he's, he's wearing a fucking flight suit. <laughs> um, thanks a lot, Goose. Literally behind you, get busted. That's your one job. Look Have we the gone? Fucking radar past the part where Maverick tries to race the jet uh, whenever he's taking no, no, off? No, 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 no. Okay. That, that, that's, we haven't uh, got there yet? That's, no, no, no. That's, it happened early on. That's when they knew that he was... Go- that, that's when he knew he was going to Top Gun. Uh, and it's beyond obvious that the bike is being towed by something in the, the fist pump. Right. You know, so did you that. know that Tom Cruise did not know how to ride a motorcycle before this movie was ever filmed? And he had to go to a motorcycle riding academy on like a two week oh, crash course. He's a movie star. Like he's he's down to do that stuff. Yeah, and I just thought jumped. that it was interesting because he's sure. all he's all jumping motorcycles and racing jets. And it's just like, dude, two weeks ago you couldn't even drive one of these sure. fucking things. So definitely that jump scene is not him. Yeah, there's, probably there's no not. way the studio is letting that happen. But uh, but he has to at least start it drive it off camera yeah or pull up in or, or pull up and like rev the motor and like, i can't hear you sure right, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure sure um also gotta say it again tom cruise motherfucking movie star uh okay now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throttle back a little bit we'll have a little fun with the movie you know like after after we get a little little val kilmer ice slash ice means your attitude mitchell yeah you know, you're fucking you know, dangerous. You know, like, teeth he, chomp. He is, which still, I, to this day, Like, I, I won't do it because it makes me uncomfortable. I'll do it. Uh, um, man, that's cringe. It still doesn't make any worthy. sense to me. I was really hoping there would be some, some light shed on that in the Val Kilmer documentary when he talks about it. They just show it, which is hilarious. Like, that no one talk. Like, what the fuck? You're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right. Ice, man. I am dangerous. Maverick, you and Goose get your butts out of that flight gear and up to Viper's office now. Remember, boys, no points for second place. You're a lot brighter than you look. Oh, you shut up. Anyway. Everyone knows well, he's all butthurt because he thought that it needed to be Cougar in that spot, and not Maverick and Goose. Well, no, I get, I get that they were best friends in flight school, right? Uh, you know, he was a good man, still is, motherfucker, mm-hmm. fucking classic Ice Man. Um, but uh, you know, so it's your attitude. It's obviously Maverick's attitude. Sad music again. Sad guitar line. <laughs> we're gonna have to do ABC. That there's like, sad. There, there's there's a the anthem. Be sad and Goose's death seem uh, seem uh, for for D, right, and um, also known as C. Uh, so now, now a little bit of fun. We got Goose's wife, great balls of fire. By the way, that Goose man can he shred on a piano? He is he is one piano playing son of a bitch. Yeah, funny how they didn't show his hands on the keys throughout the entire thing. Oh, you're just being a curmudgeon, I'm sure. Anthony Edwards played all that stuff. It's great. Uh, it, it's great. Goose can jam, man. Oh yeah, you can open that beer. Sure, get get in there. In there. Um, another shot. Uh, moving on. Planes against the sun. Tony Scott just getting great shots left and right. The aerial photography again is just so insane on the fourth training mission, which we're going to figure out shortly is not the best one. And 
sadly, people, this is where we have to talk about the untimely death of Nick slash Goose. Jet wash. Flat spin? Yeah. Um, so, um, I know jet wash as wake turbulence, but that's from a private pilot aspect. Um, so you can get into a flat spin and like wake turbulence will jack your shit up. Um, especially with the amount of thrust that those planes are putting out. Um, it can really disturb the air. And whenever they were filming that somebody actually died because they got in, they got into a stall and couldn't recover from it. Do you mean Art Scholl? I guess so. That's who you mean. Yeah, that's who the movie's dedicated to at the end. That's a really sad deal. It is. Like, like the whole purpose of that scene was, like, he gets into a flat spin, films it as, like, the, you know, the the movie. Dude, how fucked up would it be if, like, that was him that they actually filmed? Except they didn't film him like crashing, but that's what they inserted as the flat spin. <laughs> no, he wasn't flying. He wasn't flying an F fourteen. He was flying like a a prop plane, like a dual wing. Uh, what do you call that? A bi a biplane. A biplane. A biplane yeah. Why was he flying a biplane? And... Because it's because he's just the idea is he gets into a flat spin. And just and just and films it. He, he's also a camera operator. You know. Okay. Like, you know, I wasn't so like, sure exactly how it happened. I I had just read that thing at the end of the movie. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty sad deal. Uh, nor the plane nor body ever recovered. R.I.P. Art Scholl. Um, again, you know it's it's very sad times. Uh, Goose ejects, and you know hits the canopy. Yeah, because Maverick's pinned up against the, uh, the, the, the centrifugal the G, force. The G force, yeah, yeah. Centrifugal force because they're in the sure, spin, we'll and he's like, G-force. he's pushed up against it. Sure, he can't get to it. Yeah. Um, hope they uh, hope they got that taken care of for safety precautions after this movie came out. Yeah, make that canopy come off faster. Make it come off, Jesus, fucking goose, poor goose. He's like my favorite person this whole movie. Um, and then there's there's no overstating how fucking sad it is when they're in the water and he's like, you gotta let him go, sir. It's the saddest. Yeah, it, it is, is the like the, the helicopter, the flight yep. yeah, guys. It's, yeah, it's so sad. And God so is damn, that is that green dye that's in the water? Is that something that like yep. automatically comes off? I wasn't yep. sure if, if if it was green dye or if it was like the color of the parachute but no, i think no, no, the parachutes no, no. Like, are like it, orange it, and white so it's so they can come uh rescue and find the, you the down the down pilots right and or pilot in this case r.i.p goose um so the next scene he's you know he's like in the bathroom and uh viper comes in and he goes goose is dead i'm like duh oh really <laughs> yeah but i like, was there where, where's the bedside manner goose is dead goose is dead he goes, he goes he goes, Goose is, uh, side note, Goose is dead. You got to let him go. Are you busy on Friday or are we flying or what? <laughs> like, yeah, what are you doing later? And, and what are you doing? And, and, and Viper is a complete fucking dick about it. Yeah, but I don't like in, um, in Maverick's eyes, like Viper can say nor do anything wrong because he flew with his old man. Well, which he doesn't know yet. I don't think, as far as canon is concerned, I don't think he realizes that that's a thing yet. Okay. Um, They've only mentioned uh, Pete Mitchell's father once, and that was when they were getting into Top Gun. Uh, Stinger says, you know, your family name doesn't have a whole lot of clout around here. And it's like, why? What happened? Was he like a... Nazi sympathizer or something, you know. It's like so I think it was also dangerous. We, we, maybe also dangerous, and we don't even really know yet. Like, uh, uh, so the you know the the tribunal happens. You know, like he was not at fault, right? Um, and also the score right there is badass. You know, like how does it go? What, what's the score? Oh yeah, and 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 then it turns into. Sad goose again, right? Um, uh, but like M- Maverick going back to flying, you know, is such an eighties kind of trope. Like uh, where, where it's just like he's he not, over he overcame a, a big deal. Oh, and, no, he didn't. He, he he's having trouble. 
You know, like uh, he, he's yeah, but he's, Viper's like get him up in the air as soon as possible. Yeah, soon as possible. because otherwise he's not gonna he's not gonna do well. You got to get him back up right now. You right. know, uh, uh, like so his new uh, his his new Rio is uh, Lieutenant Marcus Williams, codename call sign rather Sundown, uh, played by Karen Skillyard. We're gonna revisit him on Karate Kid too. Yeah, he was the one with the mirrored aviators. Oh, he's got. He's another person with mirror. There is so much fucking mirrored aviators. He's the only one with the mirror aviators. Only one in the movie. Ooh, you're gonna lose of of any of the main characters. Oh boy, of of like the top six or eight guys. Okay, all right. That's 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 for future podcasts. I got a Finsky on it. Jimbo and John Gamble. All right, that's our other podcast. Um, so basically Maverick's gun shy, you know, at this point, um, yeah, he won't engage. He's got, P- he's got PTSD. His best friend just died. And, uh, and you know, could have had him. You could have, I'll fire when I am goddamn ready, which is great. Yeah. Like you believe him. five foot six. Tom Cruise you, has that dude picked you, up off the ground. Legs, legs you, a dangling. You believe it too. I'm like, Oh man, I'm scared right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared terrified of this motherfucker right Cruise. now. Dude, I ain't fucking with this guy. There's no way. Classic Rio. I mean, like, you know, he just speak when you're spoken to. Yeah, he just he just had he just had a he just had death in the in the proverbial family. I mean, like, let the guy have a minute. Um, so then Maverick quits again. Can you quit? <laughs> like I said, I think you can quit flying. That, that's obviously a choice, but you're you're still in the military. Uh. Yeah. Okay. And then here's one of my favorite notes here. The next scene is the locker room where Wolfman, uh, played by I believe Whip Hubley. Thanks a lot, parents. Whip Hubley goes. He picks up the phone, puts a quarter in a fucking payphone, and says, "Yeah, it's Wolfman." Maverick just quit. Who addresses themselves as their call sign calling out? Yeah, who's he talking Maverick to? Goes, who's he talking to? Is it is it Iceman? Maybe his girlfriend. That's that's because he had been talking to his girlfriend. He's just like, man, we we've got this that, shit in the bag, but there's this one other team that like might have it. So he was like all excited. He's just like, hey, it's Wolfman. Maverick's out. It's well, I, it's gotta be a. And she's got, like, way to go, Wolfman. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she sucks. I, re- I really, I really hope it's just you know Iceman and or Hollywood, you know, or, or Slider, or you know, so, you know, like that would make. I would a lot like more to sense. think that it's somebody else that also has a call sign. Be, but, but like, but in my mind, it's like his mom, and he's like, "Hey, mom, it's Wolfman." I mean, whenever, Maverick just quits. whenever I call mom, I'm like, "Hey, mom, it's Electric Man. It's Electric I'm coming Man. Over for I'm, breakfast. I'm coming over for breakfast. John's not invited. Yeah." Uh, <laughs> call sign dirt bag. <laughs> um, so moving on, we go to the airport, the San Diego airport. Uh, you know, he gets called a quitter by Charlie call sign, Charlie Charlotte Blackwell. Um, right. also I'm just like, did they run into each other? Like, like, was she that must have had coincidentally? like no. I think that she probably had the word that he was like you know, you know, because she's connected. She she's the sure. civilian contractor or whatever. But I think that she probably got wind of it and was just like, oh man, I've got to, I've got to drive this Porsche at the top speed of sixty five all the way to San Francisco or wherever you said it was. It's San Diego. be like a fifties Porsche, right? It's like fifty five. I would think so. It's badass. It's pretty. Also driven by. Dylan McKay in Beverly Hills 90210. His was also, that old also known as 90210. <laughs> His yep. was that old school? I Promise thought it was you. newer. Promise you. Um so uh also the you know the score is good again. We've got uh we've got the Righteous Brothers coming in. Uh you know. which Righteous Brothers? The is it the only one that's in the movie? No, I think there's it, two. There is, and right. this is this is the, our first appearance. Of, um, I'm trying to relate it to the scene so I can figure it out. Yep. It, it's the same, except for it's just not as loud. Oh, okay. As 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 the end. Um, so anyway, no, I'm sorry. Like, um, yeah, yeah. After that, then, then we go to Viper's house. Tom Scarrett. Um, classic Tom Scarrett. 
Uh, then we find out that Pete Mitchell, a.k.a. Maverick's dad, was not a bad guy. He actually saved, you know, he, he took down five people before he saved, you know, before he went down himself. So he's a good guy. So then that kind of like changes Peter's kind of uh, headspace, you know? Yeah. I mean, by Peter, I mean Maverick. Right. I don't want to confuse the listeners here. Can we refer to him as Peter from now on? No. So I don't like it. Okay. All right. So Maverick's dad, it turns out, was a good guy. Um, you know, and uh, Viper is like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta follow this through, man. Let, let, let's do this. They go to graduation. Turns out that you're second best. Sorry, what a fucking loser. Well, it was also really sad because they were like, they call out the first place and they were like, Iceman, uh, Slider. And then they call out second place and they just say Maverick. And there's kind of like that empty sure. void there. And it's sure, just like, oof, space. that sucks. Yeah. And he like goes up and like gets the thing real quick and then that's it. But then they immediately, they're like, oh, you you just graduated. But on your graduation day, uh, it turns out that you've got orders and there's a crisis. Yep. You need to go take care of this right now. Uh, also, doesn't that seems like a pretty small graduation. Like no no friends, no family. You don't get any, don't get any grandparents or. I guess like not. It's, it's kind of bullshit if you ask me. Anyway, now we have a crisis on our hands, and our and our man Stinger's back at it. Yep, out there smoking cigars, driving ships around back the fucking on the Indian Ocean. <laughs> this is the real deal. This is the real deal. I mean, you know, you know, put, you know, you know, test your metal. Right? Am I right? I mean, like, uh, and here's where I have to say, this is where I really do love Tony Scott, because when they're engaging and things are getting blown up, these are scale models, not 100% scale, but like, they're looking good. Like, you know, these are things exploding models that are, that are being built, you know, that, and and there's a couple that are like there's some of the shots are just so great for for a for fucking models like I don't think they're shooting well just the it's just the explosion scenes are just incredible right like, but like the other scenes like where it's just like the crazy aerobatics and like the maneuvers that they're doing throughout that um, engagement a lot of people don't catch it, but they use the same shots like a couple of different times, but you're so enthralled in how insane it is that you're like, oh shit. There's no less than three used shot, reused shots. Yeah. Um, but you know what, you know, what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. You're broke. Yeah. Well, and the Navy's already like, all right, God damn it. Like we, we've done a lot of flying. This is bullshit. You're in this better pay. Um, also, I think that none of these young men realize that we are on the precipice of world war three. <laughs> right. You know, like a, you shoot one thing down, you know, it's like, and they kind of explain that away by being like, oh, well, uh, everyone's going to deny the incident, you know, good for you. Cause this is where, World War Three is about to fucking happen here. Uh, you know, we're in, you know, like, anyway, Maverick comes back. You know, he's got his, he's got his new Rio, Merlin, played by Tim, Tim Robbins. Which is also Cougar's Cougar's Rio. former right. uh, Rio, exactly. And, um, and he comes in and proves that he's the baddest pilot ever and everyone knew it. Well, he's let's the main not, man. Like, we can't skip over the fact, like, they, they send Maverick a lot. Up alert five or alert yes. three or whatever they call it, and like he gets up there and has like a snafu again, and he and he well, gets all scared he, and he he's afraid engage. to engage, and he then he leaves. Engage, yeah. And then there's that like cheeseball douchebag in the way in the radar room, and he's like, "Sir, Maverick's engaging again," and then, <laughs> and then gets all excited, and everybody's like, "Hell yeah, Maverick's I do love engaging that guy. again!" Like like before anything's happened, everyone's like, "Yeah, right," like uh. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole radio room, the whole bridge is mm-hmm. just—they're elated by that, and, and all sweating balls. Uh, everyone's sweating balls and smoking and cigarettes. smoking cigars and cigarettes, cigarettes and cigars. And um, again, I know I've said this several times here, but the fucking shots, the aerial shots of this shit, are insane for 1986. It's it's 
it's it's it, it's so good. Then we blow up some models. We all win. Uh, America wins. Classic America. And uh, Maverick, it turns out, is still dangerous. Still dangerous. And then, you know, after they get off the plane, they talk about who can be whose wingman. Bullshit. You can be mine. Right. You are still dangerous. You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You can be mine. I love it. And, dude, right now I'm getting weepy-eyed. I, I see it right now. I'm like... And and then right there, bang! They hug it big, and 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 the theme plays, and it's the ill shit, and it's like fuck yeah, this movie yeah. kicks so much and ass. Like those two dudes hugged each other harder than anybody so harder. can hug. <laughs> so hard, so, so harder. much harder than anyone's ever yeah. hugged. Also, you know, so so then we go down to the uh, I don't know what deck you call that, uh, but you know, like not, not the hard one, not the hard one, probably not the soft one either, uh, but. Maverick, you know, tosses the uh, dog tags. Maybe his wife wanted those. Yeah. He just kind of was just like, uh, fuck everybody mine? else. Like, I'm entitled to these guys. He was my Rio. I know he had your child. And I know you were married to the guy, but if you want them, they're somewhere out in, in the Indian Ocean. In the trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, back to the Righteous Brothers Jam. Uh, do you know the name of that restaurant that they're in? I don't. I feel like it's like at the airport, though. It is. Okay. It's near the airport in San Diego. I don't it's know what it's called. Kansas City Barbecue. No shit. How about them apples? Are you sure that's not just an advertisement that's up on nope. the wall? Because everybody tries to talk nope. shit and be like, we got Kansas City nope. Barbecue here. Nope. Uh, that's They literally were called that. I don't know if they have Kansas City. That's, that's the name. Is of the it place. still open? Yes. Fucking uh, they, A. We should go. They burned down in 2008, and they still have some of the memorabilia. But it's still okay. it's still in the same spot. Is uh, the Wurlitzer jukebox still there? I hope so. We're yeah, gonna, it we're, gonna be. we're gonna find this one out together, and we will update our podcast fans uh, to let them know on the Wurlitzer San Diego podcast. That's my third podcast. Since we recorded this podcast, Jimbo and I have actually been to Kansas City Barbecue in San Diego, California. It's a lovely place. Uh, there's all kinds of great memorabilia there. The piano that Goose plays on is there. So much cool shit on the wall. Crazy crap on the wall. It's it's badass. A lot of pilot stuff. A lot of F-14 stuff. As will be referenced in the thumbnail picture for this episode. This is when the Righteous Brothers song really comes in. Gets big. You know, you know they kiss and hug and whatever. And, and it is the classic 80s montage. The way um, it ends, uh, uh, like the uh, freeze just, frame. No, the, no, no, no. It's 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 everyone's like you know blah blah blah. As, you know Val Kilmer. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. It's everybody's like action shots or them and kind of like, like, hey man, why don't bullshit. you why don't you uh, smile for the camera? Da, 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 you right. Know? And uh, it, and it, and it's great. It couldn't be any more fucking eighties than that. And um, since we're approaching thirty minutes here, I just got a couple of other notes. Um, if you had to guess, what was the budget for this movie? If you had to guess, I know Man, you don't I'm, have. I'm really I, bad I at the prices, I, I, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but for like, j- just throw this one out there. Okay, so how, 1986. How, you got to think about like what what was a million dollars in 1986 to today's market. But, precisely. Um, I would say like 20 million. Pretty close. It was 15 million. Okay. Can you guess what the movie made? Uh, six billion. Well, well, that's insane. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like box uh, office is what I mean. I'm not talking about toys and fucking videos. I mean, bill, I mean at, uh, the, like a, at the box five hundred million dollars, three hundred fifty-seven yeah. million on a fifteen million dollar budget. Pretty good return on investment. Insane. You know, yeah. like uh, like and also. How many people joined the military afterwards? Well, so the Air Force started setting up um, recruitment stations outside of... Hell yes, uh, dude. Dude, that's insane. Like, they see the movie and they're like, right here. I'm signing up. I'm going to be a motherfucking pilot. He's like 6'4 and 290. And they're like, hell yeah, you're flying F-14s. You be a pilot, Sign right here. Speaking of Tomcats, that's what I'm calling you right now is Tomcat, big boy. Yeah. (laughs) 
Call sign your flying jets. <laughs> Call sign fat boy. Yeah. You got it. That's what's up. Uh, movie comes out May 16th, 1986. The soundtrack it, to this day is nine times platinum. That is insane. It's pretty um, good. Some of like the the Kenny Loggins shit kind of gets on my nerves, but all in all, like I can rock out to the to the well, whole Kenny thing. Loggins. Let's talk talk about being on a run. Like Kenny Loggins does what he's got the Caddyshack song. He's got uh, Top Gun. He's got Over the Top. He's got Footloose. He's you know he's just he was a soundtrack king back then. I feel like I'm forgetting a big one, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's Kenny Loggins. Oh, um, almost Paradise with Bonnie Tyler, also from the the uh, Footloose sound soundtrack. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, <laughs> the, some of the soundtrack though on this record seems so on the nose, like the volleyball scene. The song by Kenny Loggins is called "Playing with the Boys." It's right. Like, uh, let's write a song. Uh, it's it's like there's some sort of like danger zone that you're like. Flying into what do you want to call? But now it? it's like, playtime. Uh, right. right. Oh, now, what, what should we call it? Hmm. The, the only There's, thing that would have been better would have been playing volleyball with, with them the boys. boys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Um, just a couple cast notes. Um, do you know where Slider uh, is? From? His name's Rick Rossovich. Do you know what other movie he's in? No clue. Motherfucking Terminator. Original I'm a, or two? I'm gonna bust you up, man. You know he's he's the dude uh, who's so Terminator two, Terminator one, Terminator one. He's he's uh, the guy. What scene is that? So like I know what Ginger's yeah. boyfriend who who is. Where are they? Like they're in, in the Gin, movie? They're, they're in, uh, in Ginger's apartment or whatever. Ginger slash Sarah Connor's apartment. Right, but Sarah's roommates. not there. Right, just just right. him and Ginger, and he's just dude like, comes, I'm gonna bust you up, like, and then and gets, then he just gets busted and up, he, and and has an untimely demise by said T eight hundred, made by future guest Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, man, like uh, I. Th- we just got to get into it. We just got to get into Tommy Cruise, man. Tommy C, this this movie made him a motherfucking movie star. Yeah, so this is probably like his major kickoff uh, movie. Sh- sh- Not mean, to say I that he was a bad actor prior, no, but no, no, this no, no, was no. just like, holy fuck, this is amazing. I don't, I don't think he's ever been a bad actor, but like, you know, you know, people don't... Like, this was the one that really changed the game. Like, just a couple before this, or, you know, you ever heard of The Outsiders? That was pretty uh, good. Yeah. He had a kind of a bit part in it, but like... How long do you, do you have scheduled out to talk about his teeth? Um, what We're at about 28 minutes now, so we have two minutes left. Okay. All right. Teeth, um, two minutes. Well, his teeth are a little bit different in uh, The Outsiders, just saying. Right. Um, no, well, they're just as bad in Top Gun, but then, this is like that, before they're, they're orthodontics. Not, they're, they're not that bad. It's like he's got one front tooth. I, well, he's still... Uh, we're gonna, that, that's, All right. the Tom, that, that's the Tommy C. Tooth cast that we're going to do, and that's our fourth <laughs> cast the that we're going to do. Um, um, so <clears> these <throat> Outsiders, but then Risky Business kind of really just like launches him, you know, the iconic underwear scene sure. Bob Seeger, whatever and that's like, where uh, the, all, um, all the right moves legend top gun he's gotta be sponsored by Ray-Ban at this point oh fucking you know maybe. because the especially from that movie alone exactly well you got the risky business with uh, the wayfarers yeah. and then the the aviators yeah well, well but at, so after top gun color of money with fucking Marty movie, yep. it's in, it turns out, I mean, well, I have to ask you a question. Are you a hustler, Amos? Um, no, not a hustler. Fair enough. I just get my ass whipped. Well, fair enough. Amos. Um, so, so then co- <laughs> Cocktail, which is, by all accounts, a terrible fucking movie, but still just, like, destroyed. Everyone just wants to see Tommy C at that point. Rain Man. Dusty Hoffman wins the Oscar. Uh, Born on the 4th of July, Days of Thunder, also by Tony Scott, R.I.P., A Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview with a Vampire, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut. That motherfucker went on a run from there on. Like, you know, it's like, this was kind of like the one that was like, I'm a fucking movie star and I can do whatever I want. I mean, it, I mean, it's not to mention, like, it, 
he's an a, he, he's still right now like the action movie star. He's like, I only do stunts where I jump out of my own shit and the explosion happens for real. Right. Well, after at this point, he's like, I'm Tom Cruise. I'll tell you how to direct my movie. Oh, oh basically, it's like how yeah yeah how how could you know like. And I'm sure there's no way he's, like, working with someone, like, any, like, established director. I'm not established, but I mean, like, bossy director. He's like, that ain't going to work. You know, no, it's, like, it's really just a guy that, like, I feel like Tom Cruise is pretty much directing his own movies. He's just got, like, a right-hand man that he has. He's just like, hey, I don't really give a fuck about this part. Just make sure that make sure that the people do the things that they're supposed to do. Right, right, right. Um, like... I just got to say that, like, 86 was, was, was Tommy C's year. Um, it was also my year. I, it, it, yep, it turns out, turns out. Uh, Jimmy T was born the same year. Uh, can, we, can we talk F-14s? Can we talk Tomcats here? We'd love to talk Tomcat. How did I not already be like, Tomcat, I meant Tom Cruise? <laughs> Son of a bitch, dude, right <laughs> over my head. That sucks. We could have entered that somewhere. So tell me tell me about the F fourteen Tomcat. Well, um, let's uh, let's have you take a guess. What's the top speed of an F fourteen Tomcat? Oof! This is I have no concept. Three hundred miles an hour. Wow, you're way off. Notes from the editing room. I think this might be the dumbest thing I've ever said on this show, or ever. Okay. 1,795 miles an hour. Holy shit. It's Mach 2.3433 or something like that. Gotcha. So, yeah, over two times the speed of sound. miles an hour. Yeah. It can um, fly from uh, JFK to San Francisco in like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, That's 2,200 miles. uh, I did not know that, but uh, so is it? I know that it's not in production anymore. Not since 2006. But it's still in service. Not for the United States military. It's for the Iran. Correct. Uh, the Iranian uh, air service. I right. Believe. So it was in, I think it was in service from 1969 is when the first one was built. And then they test flew it in 1970. And then... Um, its first introduction into the military was 1974. So 1974 to 2006 was the service range. Wow! Like so. So when did production stop? Uh, like 2006. Well, no, that, no, no, no. I think, I think that's when service stopped for for the American military. Ni- 1991 was when that they makes, stopped yeah, building. That, that, them. that makes more sense because it's not like they're very cheap. No, I have no idea what one would cost. Uh, I, they I say it in, in the movie 80, somewhere. In, in 86, I think they cost $30 million to make one. Yeah, so I'm sure it's, it's a, you know, upwards of probably double that in 1990. Sure. Uh, the MiG is still an American, uh, or the MiG-28, which is what the what would we say, the F-5? The yeah, North the F-5. F-5. Yeah, so um, another telltale sign of it being um, false is because MiGs don't have even numbers. Okay. You know, All right. so as soon as somebody says MiG-28, it's like, oh, that's weird. You know, it should have been a MiG-17 or a MiG-21. Like, they're all MiGs are odd-numbered. What took... Did the F-15 have the same uh, uh, wing expansion type of deal? Um, I'm not sure if it had the wings that... The Screaming uh, Eagle, I believe, was the name. Or the Eagle. F-15 yeah, Eagle. F- F-15 Eagle. I don't really know much about the F-15 Eagle. It's like... What did I Maybe, bring you here for? <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie did not have a single F-15 in it. Um, but I think that they what probably happened is they, they reached um, you know a point in technology to where they were like, all right, we need to make these certain changes to this plane, but it's enough changes to, to maybe call it something else. Right. So... It's this much better. Yeah, it's this much better. It's like, all right, you know, now I'm flying an F-15. It's got the new avionics package, or it, it can do this, or, right. or it can fly faster, or sure. b- more fuel efficient, or whatever. Different wow. engines. Maybe a different manufacturer. Maybe, like, Boeing took over it or something, which I doubt, but, um, yeah, it's uh, Northrop Grumman. Um, 
Well, I mean, on that note, I got I got to say, man, thanks for thanks for coming. I, th- I think we did the thing. Uh, can we uh, assume that you will be back for Maverick Top Gun? Uh, yeah, me and you're gonna Top go Gun see Maverick. It. We just need to get it scheduled. Absolutely. And uh, then, then we'll do a recap and, and we'll uh, maybe talk about how badass the film was or how not badass the film was. It's kind of hard to make a Top Gun 2, basically. Oh, it's man. Like, I was so, like, years ago we were talking about this Top Gun 2. We're like, Top Gun 2, how the fuck are you going to do that? How do you do that? Like, there's, there's no way, dude. It's got to be garbage. There's all kinds of movies like this where they were like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 2. And you're like, this is going to be stupid as hell. And it right. was stupid as hell. Right, right. Most it of them are, yeah. especially big, iconic movies like this. It's almost like it's a money grab. Sure. But with Tom Cruise, I don't think it's a money grab. I just think it's like, ah, oh, check this shit out. He's not, I, I feel like he's not going to, hey, let's do some dumbass shit that really sucks. Right. Uh, I, 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 would, think, I would hope not. I think not, he's but... one of the, the last kind of movie stars. And when I say that, I don't mean like, I'm sure there's, like, I, I mean like that era of like the 80s, 90s, people, they became movie stars. Like, you know, like there's a, there's a bunch of great actors, but they're not movie stars. Daniel Day-Lewis is a great actor. He's not a movie star. Uh, I think Tom Cruise is both. And, you know, and I think he comes and actually, you know what? Tune in for podcast five, the Scientology podcast, where we talk about how good it is. And on that note, uh, we're going to get back uh, to our next podcast being Scientology four slash five slash six. Thanks again, Jimbo, for being here. And uh, it was lovely. Yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Call sign Electric Man. Electric Man, checking out.